A lot of times people come to therapy and in the first session with someone, I can tell like that they might expect me to be able to get rid of their anxiety or like, what's the answer? Like, what am I missing? I have all this anxiety. And it's great. It's very helpful and it is life-changing, but it's not like an easy solution, right? It's really more work and more things for you to do and think about versus like someone else solving the problem for you. I'm Lindsay. I'm here to teach you proven strategies to be your own therapist that will take you from anxious to relieved. I'm here to help you feel lighter and hopeful while building a life full of meaning. I'm a licensed anxiety therapist running a successful private practice in New York City. So from someone that gives therapy and has been in therapy, I'm here to help you use the formula that moved me forward through serious anxiety in my own life So follow along as I share what works and what doesn't. This is Unlock Your Therapy. Hello and welcome to the Unlock Your Therapy podcast. This is session number 16. I'm sitting in my home office. It is raining outside. You might hear the cars going by, making splashes in all the puddles. I just got home from dropping off Carson at school. Everett, unfortunately, is home with me because he has his first fever and serious illness. He doesn't feel good, so he's home with mommy. I think he's sleeping, so we should be undisturbed. (laughs) And I'm enjoying the rainy day. It's been beautiful, sunny fall weekend, though, and I'll give you an outline of today's episode, and then that will segue into my high, which was enjoying this nice weather this weekend. So today's episode is highs and lows, where I share what went well this week, to share about my personal life, and what didn't go as well, so that you feel like you're human, and it's not just you that bumps come up during the week. After that, we have anxiety, where I spill the tea on hot topic, we talk about the hot goss of a situation going on, whether it's a celebrity in the media, maybe a book review, a show, a piece of information or research that just came out about mental health. And today we're talking about kind of anti-hustle culture. And that's been a thing I've been seeing on Instagram of there's a whole culture of waking up at 5am and hustle and go, go, go. And then there's this anti-hustle culture as well. And I want to touch upon that. And if you've never heard of that, I will get into that during anxiety, playing a little bit of devil's advocate. And after that, we have skill of the week. And today's skill of the week, it's a little bit less of a skill per se, but more of a mentality and a mindset so that you can be more present in your daily life. And that in turn will help you be more skillful, less stressed. And it's kind of the way I do things. And it's different maybe than what is being shown a lot about how to manage your week or manage tasks or chores you need to do. So anyway, we'll get into that skill of the week and action item of the week always goes hand in hand and we will implement the skill we're going to talk about. So let's get into it. The high of my week, I've had so many highs this week. It's been a great week, despite Carson being very sick. 
As always, he just could not shake this virus he had for like a week on and off. My mom came to visit, which was so great. We had a great time. We went to a pumpkin patch and the boys just loved it. We went on a hayride. It was great. We saw um, my brother and my sister-in-law and my three nephews, and that was so fun. Carson just loves running around with them. They have three boys. I have two boys. So when we get together, it's a boy mayhem, which I love. It's great. They love each other so much. So the weather was gorgeous. And then yesterday I went to a bunch of wineries out in Long Island with one of my good friends. And that was lovely. And me and Dan also got to go on a date night on Saturday, which is so rare. We went to a cute little brewery. We were just there for a few hours. And so it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun activities going on for fall. So I'm loving it. The low is just, you know, my kids always being sick. <laughs> same old, same old. Everett's sick. Carson was sick. But besides that, there's not too much other low happening. Things are going okay. So no complaints this week too much. Now let's segue into anxiety. So let me just give some background if you're not familiar because I own two businesses. I follow a lot of business accounts on Instagram, a lot of small businesses. I listen to a lot of business podcasts, read books about businesses, blah, blah, blah. So I hear a lot about this hustle culture, wake up at 4 a.m., do more, go harder, get everything done before 10 a.m., batch things. And batching is when you do lots of tasks at once. So for example, people batch record their podcast episodes. So they'll sit down and record like five podcast episodes at once. Or meal prepping, right? That's a form of batching. Like you're going to meal prep everything for the week. And there's a time and place for all these things. I do think they are helpful at just getting a lot of things done. You're in that mindset. You don't have to like context switch your brain to lots of different tasks, which takes up a lot of energy. So I do like that concept and it is helpful. I just want to play devil's advocate because there's also an anti-hustle culture that is, you know, wake up when you wake up and get your things done, but you don't need to wake up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. and push yourself so hard and go, go, go. You know, you should be well-rested and intentional and have like a slow rise to your morning and be mindful and present and get things done that way. And that's the more the way I like to operate. Number one, I don't want to wake up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. And I'm not as much a go, go, go person. And I don't batch record these episodes, for example. And I don't meet, uh, maybe I should meal prep though, actually. <laughs> I don't meal prep. I don't do things all at once. Like I don't write things for my website all like in one day. Like I just focus on that task for like five hours. No, I don't do that. I kind of take things as they come. So I'll do my website one day, then I'll do something for my clients another day, then I'll do my podcast episode another day. And I just do one of each. And each week I do the same thing. I'll do the next next week. I don't have them in some backlog all ready to go. And I know that makes people nervous, right? If something happens and your podcast doesn't come out or whatever the example is that I'm using. However, I think there's something to be said for doing things as needed, like in the moment as needed, because it doesn't necessarily save you time because you're still taking the same amount of time to do a task. 
So I think doing things as they come up, it's more current, it's more present, you're more in the present moment. For example, if I were to meal prep like my toddler's meals on Monday, well, by Thursday, he probably doesn't like half the things I made already. He likes something else. He tried something at school that he's obsessed with. So it's not even relevant like a few days later. And the same with doing things in advance. Like my episodes wouldn't be as relevant. Like mine's week by week. When this episode comes out, like it's things I did a few days ago. Like it's very current, very updated. I listened to some people's episodes and it's like you can tell it's winter time when they recorded it and then it's like coming out in the summer. And I don't relate as much to the content because it's not current, present moment. Like I don't feel like I'm with them, you know, necessarily. But this applies to other things such as the example of needing everything to be done in advance. And I get the whole preparation and it does take stress off your plate for later on. For example, buying Christmas presents in September. Of course, that reduces your stress in December. And I have been buying some Christmas presents for my kids with the sales going on. But things such as everything needs to be done before a new baby is born or before a new baby comes home. That's an example of that you don't need to get everything done, right? Because things are never ending and it's impossible to get everything done and accomplished. Like everything's completely perfect and done. That's so stressful and a lot of pressure to have on yourself. One of my friends is having a baby and she was like, oh, I don't feel ready. She's having a baby this week. I was like, listen, a new baby only needs a bassinet, some onesies, diapers and wipes, and whatever you're going to feed that baby. (laughs) And that's it. And you can, you're going to have maternity leave. She's going to be off for several months. I'm like, you will have all the time then to figure everything out, to settle in, to put together the swing or to unpack things or whatever it is. Like, don't feel like you need everything to be perfect and done. There really is no done, right? I think done is a false concept. And I just think it's so much pressure that we put on ourselves to do that. It could be like starting right back to school. Everything needs to be done. The house should be clean and organized. Everything has to be this way or that way before a big thing comes up or like starting a new job, right? There's no perfect way. Of course, prepare as much as you can and feel good. And of course, you want to get things in order. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying maybe take some of the pressure off and just know that like you're going to have time after that big event too. Like there's not a huge difference in your life, right? After I had both my kids, I come home to my house and the same as when I left it, but also like dishes pile up that day, like laundry needs to be done that day. Like things just continue to happen, right? It's never ending. So I just want to give the opposite perspective on that prepping, batching, get everything done before a big event. You know, take the pressure off. It's okay to do some of it now. And then you see what you need as you go. It's like when you move into a new house or an apartment, You kind of have to live in that space a little while before you realize what furniture you need or what exact organization things you need to make it function the best. When we moved into this house, I had to get rid of some of our furniture. It was like too big and bulky for our space. The way it was laid out here was way different, but it took time to like know what you need and what to get rid of and what fits better. So I just want to try to let everyone off the hook, (laughs) let yourselves off the hook for not getting it all done and just taking things as it comes one day at a time and what's needed next, what's needed today, what's needed in this hour, instead of always trying to prep and plan and prepare for you know days from now or weeks from now, you'll have the time. I created something brand new, the No More People Pleasing mini course. I help women to stop people pleasing and put themselves first without the guilt. 
what would life look like if you could stop asking your partner to order food for you in a restaurant or ask your boss for that raise you're long overdue for? I'm gonna teach you four proven strategies, research proven strategies, that's gonna bring you from people pleasing and passive to empowered and confident. You're gonna use my outline, my scripts, my beautifully designed PDFs to get the exact skills you need to become more assertive in your life. I'm gonna teach you four skills through my videos and worksheets that's gonna bring you to a place of confidence and being assertive in your life. You're gonna get my beautifully designed self-esteem daily journal to print out, my practice assignments to start changing your mindset and your behaviors. If you sign up now before I launch, you can get it for $29. That's the lowest it will ever be. And I'm giving everyone who signs up now a bonus gift. So go to at Unlock Your Therapy on Instagram, click the link in my bio to get on the list. Okay, let's segue into skill of the week. So skill of the week is a bit of a mindset shift and a perspective shift. Man, I'm just like kind of all about different perspectives today and devil's advocate positions. So skill of the week is kind of do the hard thing. What does that mean? So it means that there's no easy, perfect solution. Like someone else doesn't hold all the answers that you magically don't have. And I think it's very normal to think that someone else has the right answer. Like, oh, if I just get this, or if I just find the right person, they'll tell me what to do and how to resolve these issues. When really it's that person you find might help you figure out the solutions. They don't necessarily have the answer for you, but they might help guide you for you resolving that problem. So for example, therapy, right? A lot of times people come to therapy and they, in the first session with someone, I can tell like that they might expect me to be able to get rid of their anxiety or like, what's the answer? Like, what am I missing? I have all this anxiety. Like, what don't I know that therapy can do for me? Like, what are you going to do to get rid of this? And they're really disappointed when they kind of come to find out that it's about helping you change your perspective and see things differently or connect themes for you and kind of help point out areas that you might need work in or growth or more boundaries with people. And it's great. It's very helpful and it is life-changing, but it's not like an easy solution, right? It's really more work and more things for you to do and think about versus like someone else solving the problem for you. So for example, I listened to this podcast It's called A Slob Comes Clean. I love it so much. Her name is Dana K. White, and she's great. I love her. And her podcast is all about how to kind of keep up with your house, how to keep it clean. It's not like an organization podcast with all this, you know, tips on organizing perfectly. It's really how to declutter, how to get rid of stuff, and how just to keep up with daily tasks in your house so things don't get out of control. It's very like basic. It's for people like me that struggle with keeping their house all together on the daily (laughs) and how to help with that. And you know what? When you listen to her podcast, you know, when you start listening to it, you might think, okay, I'm going to listen to this podcast and she's going to tell me exactly what to do. She has the answer. And you know what she always says first is to do all of your dishes. Like just always start there. Like go to your sink and do all the dishes. Like that's step one, no matter what. 
And it's not as glamorous as, oh, she's going to tell me how to declutter my garage and how to make it beautiful and how to declutter these closets and organize my office system or whatever that we think we want. And really she says, no, you need to do all your dishes first. Like it's not glamorous, but that's what needs to happen first before you can move on to something more interesting or that you've been dying to do. First, you need to make sure that's done. It's like a basic checklist. And it's not the easy answer. It's like, no one's going to do that for you. As much as you buy organization supplies or you plan something out or you want to do something else, go to your kitchen and do all your dishes first, and then you can move on to something else. But I like that metaphor for everything in life, right? No one's going to do it for you and you still need to do it. And it's like these business podcasts I listen to. They always say, stop listening to this podcast and go do something, right? (laughs) Like you might listen and listen and take in all this information about a topic or a hobby or whatever it is, and you don't ever go implement it because that's the scary part. That's the part of like, it's messy and less fun and hard work and you have to actually do it and you might fail. You probably will fail a few times before you figure it out more. And that's not as fun as just listening to someone give you information and advice, right? I do that too. I listen to all kinds of things and I'm like, oh gosh, I need to like actually go do this. I need to actually go fix up my website or build this thing I need to do on the computer. And it's not as fun. But you know what? I don't trust anyone that says they have some kind of magic bullet solution for something, for anything, right? It could be for weight loss, for this or that, for business, for how to go from zero to six figures overnight. I see a lot of ads like that and I don't trust any of those people. I trust the people that are like, this isn't for everyone. It's going to be hard work. But if you're willing, you're going to get great results. I'm much more likely to trust that than some kind of magic easy answer. And it's way less fun, right? And it's much more disappointing to realize no one has the secret answer for you. But there are plenty of people that can help walk alongside you and help you figure it out and help you do whatever the task is that you want to do. And I think that's so important. I think there's something to be said for coaching and for getting someone to be accountable to and getting someone to hold your hand and help you walk through that process that I'm all for. I think that's what therapy is. Coaching people is. I think that's so helpful. Even like a personal trainer or taking a class or getting a buddy to do something with you. Being accountable to someone else, I think is a great way to walk through these struggles we all have and get things done or a new hobby or exercise or going for a walk, whatever it is. It's better with someone else to walk that journey with you. So I'm all about that. So that just kind of segues into action item of the week, which is kind of do the hard thing, right? That there's not an easy solution. If you're kind of looking and searching or Googling for an easier shortcut, there really isn't one. Another example is I have taken a lot of business classes and whenever I take a different one, right? These are different e-courses that I buy and I go through these programs of building your business and whatever the task is that you want to focus on. And I've done a lot of them. And sometimes when I buy a new one, I'm like, oh, this one sounds a little different. I think she has like the answer of what I'm looking for, of how to do X, Y, Z. I think she knows how I can do that. How do I go from here to there? And I'll buy that course And it's usually someone reputable that I trust or follow or or know of online or know someone that took their course. 
And then when I get to the part of like, oh, here it is. She's going to talk about how to do X, Y, Z. And I'm going to learn how to do it the right way. Well, guess what? Her answer is always like a long, like a long game answer (laughs) of like, okay, start here, then do this and this and just daily be consistent, plug away at it. And eventually you'll get there. And that's not really what I want to hear. I want to hear like, oh, you just need to do this and then you're going to get from A to Z immediately. And that's what I want. I want to like go fast. And they're like, no, no, consistency and just keeping at it is what's going to get you there. And when I'm in these business classes, sometimes it's a cohort doing it at the same time. So we're in like a Facebook community. And I do see that a lot of people, because of life and just whatever reason, they have to take a step back and they're not able to be consistent. And I've definitely been there when I was working full-time doing other jobs. I wasn't able to be consistent with my side business as much because, hello, I have a full-time job and a life and other things going on. But just consistency, there's something to be said for that. Just each day doing a little tiny something in line with where you want to go. And that, I think, is huge. You know how people do like a word of the year for their resolution? My word for the year was consistency because I wasn't that consistent with doing these things to build this business and other things that I wanted to get done and do. And it's huge. Consistency really has been transformative. It's not been fun. Every day isn't like, oh, I see all this growth. No, I really don't. Some days I'm like, oh, I see no growth happening. Why am I still doing this? This takes so much time every day. And, you know, over the course of six months now, I do see a lot of growth and results, but it takes you know, just plugging away every day, not fun. And then eventually you can kind of zoom out and look back and be like, okay, I have made it somewhere. (laughs) I'm not as fast or as quick as I wanted or as glamorous, but I'm getting there slowly but surely. And I think that's the key, right? Slowly but surely. So just think of how you can kind of apply this theme of this episode of slowly but surely to your life. Take the pressure off of having to get it all done at once and everything has to be perfect and just take that pressure off and just be more in the moment and more in touch with what do you need today? What do you need to do today? What's going on for you today? How can you be a little more consistent in line with whatever value you want to live in line with today? And I think there's a lot to be said for that. I hope you all have a fabulous week and I will talk to you next week. Take care.